0: All right, all right, all right. Well, a happy Thursday to all of you. Happy and Thursday. Happy Thursday, gentlemen. Happy yes. Thursday, Jay. Welcome back to uh, what I hope is a normal episode of You Should Check It Out. We will find out. We'll see. My name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. We're getting back into, back into the speed of things. And uh, I think since last week was an all-Nick, Steve, uh, Steve... In <laughs> all Nick pert retrospective, yeah. Um, I think we're gonna give Greg the first go. So, uh, Greg, where you been for the last week, man? Well,
1: I have been in Anaheim, sunny Anaheim, California, for the Nam convention. Oh, yes, the Nam convention, the National Association of Music Manufacturers, which right. uh, you know is you know a, basically a. a Tech, techie way of saying a, a big, you know, nerd out. Uh, big
0: music nerd convention. Ex- yeah, exactly.
1: It. And uh, it, really, what it's about is the equipment and the instruments that are made by all the different companies around the world. And so this convention brings all those companies together and gives them a chance to display their new products. Whether it's in a, a, a little booth on a main floor, which is just mm-hmm. massive, and yeah. uh, and then there's other s- floors. In the convention center where, where uh, different companies will have entire rooms and there's a massive stage outside where Tower of Power and like Earth, Wind and Fire and actually my homies Animals as Leaders, nice. they all got to play and uh, show everybody what they're about and really display a really high quality level of not only musicianship but music production you know, because sure. Yeah. Sure. it's really more about the products than the musicians. The musicians are no, of kind course. of, they're revered and, and and everything, but, you know, if something goes wrong with the equipment, it, you know, it's like, it's the time for the equipment to shine, is my point. Mm-hmm. Naturally, know, so. yeah, yeah. And, so, and, did and you see
2: any cool new stuff? Oh,
1: sorry, I, I okay, well, that. so, I no, that's fine. I was working um, for the the D'Angelico Guitars Company, which had uh, some custom shop guitars, which were beautiful. Um, yeah. That I'd never seen before because most of the products they've been making now are come from overseas, but these are, uh, you know, USA guitars, and the builder was there to to talk about it. Oh wow! You, you know what I mean? So and I got oh, to know, I got
0: to know him, and he's he's great. Yes, yeah, are so, they making those up in New York still?
1: No, are they, they, there are a few that they make in New York, but these are actually made in California. Um, right on. But uh, yeah, I mean Gibson, they're actually making one like in the middle of the room. They're making a guitar. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. As part of the exhibit, they like assemble. Yeah, Yeah. and it's a, I mean, Gibson's room is like, it's like the the size of the 930 club, it feels like, with the band playing, you know, and then like Fender's is like a museum. You know, it's just beautiful. (laughs) They had this, they had this like new George Harrison strat. Wow. And they they made like, they made this crazy. The Rosewood thing? I honestly, like, they were arranged. There was like eight of the same guitar, like, arranged in like a circle (laughs) that was spinning. With like black <laughs> light on with like black light on it. So it was just, sure, sure. everybody you just, everybody you was stared at and got confused. Everybody was posting pictures <laughs> of it. I mean honestly it, the whole thing was kind of a blur. because um, it's a hundred thousand people that roll through that thing. It is wow. so crowded. Wow. Like it starts on the Thursday of that week and goes through the Sunday, so it's four days long. And the Thursday is is real nice, you know, and a lot of people are there. Friday goes up a notch. You know? And then me. Saturday, it reaches this fever pitch where if you go down <laughs> to the main floor, like by the drums, there's it literally it's it, it's just this crazy hum. It's like if you took like a good, if you took a Wait, Costco drums there, yeah. And not only that, but everyone's trying to out drum each other. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I could, en- I would enjoy that.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, it's just something. What well, I've always wondered. I, I don't. I've never gotten a chance to go to Nam. I've always wanted to go. I, the one convention i get to go to is the audio visual same type of nerd convention just as sexy
2: just as sexy
0: (laughs) oh yeah absolutely man Mm -hmm. Those uh, new projector bulbs that are out. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: They draw a crowd. until
0: you see the... They draw a crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Like flies to a light bulb. Yep, go ahead. But, you know, I spend all my time... Don't tell my boss this, but I spend all my time over in the audio section, you know. Mm -hmm. And it gets... You know, the speaker manufacturers have, like, little rooms where they can turn up the stuff, and it's Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. But I've always wondered with NAMM, I mean, is it just, like... Is it just like walking into Guitar Center on a Saturday with just a whole it's bunch like, of people? Just- wow, well, I, I was just
1: I was just getting to that. It's like if you took a Costco and made it a Guitar Center. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just it's like that. The other way I describe it is if you took like a music catalog and it just came to life. Yeah, you know, like and literally everything in the catalog was actually there, and you could touch it and play with That's it. Awesome. But there were also a lot of other people there that also wanted to play it and touch it. Yeah, you know, so. Um, are the
2: exhibitors there trying to make news like, like a CES kind of a like, absolutely to, yeah, yeah yeah so
1: yeah. CES for instance uh, which is more like a lifestyle brand uh, convention yeah. right and electronics and uh, actually Gibson skipped NAM one year when they were having yep. uh, problems yep. and was did a big CES controversy. Yep. yeah but they did CES instead really? mm-hmm. and when they came back to NAM they were sort of like we're back baby and like made it a big <laughs> deal you know what's Really interesting though is that not only do you get to nerd out about the, all the great new gear, but the artists, the musicians that these companies endorse, mm-hmm. uh, they it's I mean I, for some of them it's written into their endorsement contract. It's con- like,
2: contractually abro- like, obligated obli- obli- to have, show up for this thing, right? Yeah, you have
1: to make an appearance because we need people to, you know, especially if you have a new model coming out. And sometimes yeah, it it's around. like sometimes it's like you have to make an appearance and just like a signing, but other times it's like you have to do a performance, mm-hmm. you know. Uh-huh. And so the rooms that have performances, I mean, it's usually what's it's great because you get to see amazing artists for free, yeah, well, for free. Like you know, okay. it's, I mean, wow. it's just all day price of
2: admission, yeah,
1: yeah. But I mean, but a lot of us are there, you know. Right. you can or pay to, to be be go. go. Right. Well, you <laughs> or or it's just yeah, you know, you're there for work. You can pay for a ticket, but it's not general public. Is the point, which is great because yeah. they, they trust that everyone they trust it's a known everyone. crowd. Yeah, yeah. So, because you have these artists who are contractually obliged or whatever, and some who are just genuinely interested, and then some who have their new product coming out or whatever, it really brings together quite a display of prolific musicians, famous musicians, mm-hmm. you know, from every genre. That's, that's yeah. the amazing thing. It's like, it's, you can be walking down the hall and pass by Victor Wooten, followed by like Johnny Re- Resnick from like the Goo Goo oh, Dolls. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like, I, I know it's like, there's like a, wow, I'm so starstruck. There's like that. And that gets, you know, that's kind of lame. I, cool I understand. But it's still just the, fa- the, like, you just don't know who's around the corner. Sure. And, sure, and sure. they're all at Nam, So there's like this quality of like, we're all in this together. And some of them are grumpy, you know, some of them are like, I'm just trying to get to my (laughs) hotel room, like, the key wasn't working, you know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know. um...
2: Did you see how much they're charging for corn dogs? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's it's a classic thing. They serve corn dogs at Nam. It's it's, it's yeah, great. yeah. It's it's Everybody
1: tradition. Everybody knows that, dude. It's tradition. But no, <laughs> for I, those I, that I don't say, know. That's... But uh, there's a lot of food trucks outside, and it's a good vibe. Oh, see, that would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice.
0: The and, thing and, that always kills me when we're at the AV convention is like you get five billion people in this room, and then there's like two stands for yeah, food. <laughs> and they're selling corn dogs and effing popcorn Ugh. and like some stupid hot dogs, and the lines at the I'm sorry, Greg. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. I mean, th- I think that that's what it's like, actually, for a lot of the folks
2: at Nam, and then I, and then I actually—I <laughs> the mean. I, I, I
1: I've just kind of been spoiled. The <laughs> Angelico. Yeah, has been you're allowed really, to come
2: in and leave. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: there's. I mean, we, you know. Well, I don't want to go into all the specifics, but it's nice to um to know. Well, you know, and again, I'm working, so it's it's a they it's rolled out the red carpet thing. Thing. for you. I, I wouldn't say that, but I just say I will just say that hey, like
2: hey. Hey, you're Greg F- Loman. True. Okay.
1: All right. No, That's good right. point. Good point. I have to remind <laughs> myself sometimes.
0: <laughs> Touche.
1: Yeah, yeah. Touche. Touche. Um, but anyway, just
0: kiss that picture of yourself.
1: So here we are. You know, it's a couple days after the convention, and I actually have to hang back and help pack up the room. So it's a really brutal week, just for me. Pers- you ask anybody like Keith uh, Grasso, who are you know our friend uh, who came on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He runs he under- He's got a limit. You know, it's not like you wanna be there the entire oh, yeah. time. Some people are like, I can go for two hours max. And
3: right, I'm yeah. there
1: for like oh, sixty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's like it's just you know, it's it's been a challenge. Also- but I always I always push myself because I always tell I, I I know that when I'm there, you get so you get so juiced up that like you're like, you know what, I'm just gonna use this energy and just grind. You know, yeah, that's that's I, the best I, thing
2: about conventions, man. Yeah. yeah,
1: and yeah, my friend's downstairs, and my leg—like, I can barely walk, but I'm gonna go down there and see him <laughs> because this is my chance to see him. And then you get down mm-hmm. there, and on the way, you bump into somebody else, you know. And then it, that's like a thing. Victor
2: Wooten. I'm still hung up on that. That's awesome. I love. Oh, that dude,
1: of. I I saw Dweezel there. I saw. Oh, uh, nice. You know, like it just goes on and on. I swear. Oh, that's um, awesome. And uh, yeah, and Beautiful. so you just you just never know, and. um you know, if you're interested in music, if you like looking at music gear catalogs like the Sweetwater catalog and Musician's Friend, if you're that kind of—I'm talking to the listeners right now, guys. I know about you. Yeah, I'm we're <laughs> gonna and we're all gonna I go to I, Nam one time. I'm gonna show. I'm, I, I promise. And we're gonna have a f- don't make I can't promises wait. you can't keep. I promise we will go because I—that right, was that was, that was year, my man. fourth one, and <laughs> I you know I, I know now enough to make it happen for us. So okay, next year, live, live from
0: the Nam, live Nam.
1: from the Nam convention floor. Why, Why,
3: right. Yeah, yeah. I there's a... to do, do, from... Yeah, there's
1: a lot of slap bass.
2: Yeah, oh
1: man. A lot of slap bass and I'm a lot of shredding. So much, so much shredding. But well, uh, talk... we but, appreciate wait, you. Uh... Uh... I wasn't done talking
0: to listeners <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Go, 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 go! My bad. My wow. My bad.
1: That's all. I' all, I was saying is that if you're, if that's what you're into, try to find a way to go. There's also a summer NAMM in Nashville, which is like a light version. Yeah. So another thing lo- worth looking into, and I'm, I know you can buy tickets. It's not like necessarily for the public. I think you might have to kind of prove that you have some type of, connection. You know, to some type of connection to music.
2: You don't like want any a podcast. Riff. Does that count? <laughs> that. It actually sure. might.
1: It actually it actually yeah. would count because you know what? Like we need <laughs> oh, kids, Every you know, idiot no, no.
2: has a podcast dude. I don't know if yes, you Yes.
1: That, that okay, fine. <laughs> but we still depend on equipment to make it happen. This This Heck is yeah. true. and that
0: is where this it's – that's what's it it's about. You know make what I mean? It's time to upgrade your uh, tin can and string setup. Yes. Yes. Although they did have that, Wait. they did new have dice. a new, the they new, they did have
1: dice. a new, uh, brand new uh, tin cannon string. The ten, have you seen that? Oh
2: yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, the, 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 the TC ten? Yeah. I heard yes, about the that. I don't. <laughs> they're up to <laughs> ten. You need you the new upgrade, firmware, bro.
1: dude. Yeah, yeah. It's not ready till till <laughs> Is that March. Is like saw,
2: the, I, the I, nylon string or something? Because yeah, I don't, right. don't like <laughs> nylon strings. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not ready till March. Yeah, no, I saw I saw it at the convention, but
1: it's not ready till March, bro. You got you can pre order you can pre order it. Yeah, I know a guy. Right, right, right. Yeah, Get talk, to, talk to, talk to uh, Brian. Talk to Brian. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. The, we'll see. see. The PC10. Yeah. All right. That's all well, I got.
0: Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks, man. I, I, thanks uh, for listening you. this week, guys. This is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, rehabilitating yourself after your long week. Uh, yeah. Nick will hey. be coming over with the foot massage later on. Oh, Give <laughs> me about Dude, 16
2: I, hours. Yep. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs>
0: Beautiful, mm.
2: awesome. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, so that that's what Nam is like. Good. Now we know. Now we know. That's wonderful. Jay, I think yeah. you are. I think you are bringing us our next topic. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and
0: insert segue here.
2: Yeah, I I, so, I was I was actually racking my head. I couldn't I couldn't come up with it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, this morning I I
0: don't have a good way to come into this, but this morning I woke up and was doing my normal ritual. Got my contacts in. Came to, stumbled downstairs and uh, got myself a glass of water and started reading the news and i saw a headline that it said that musician david olney had died on stage i saw this and that that name just rang a bell for me and uh once i saw his picture it immediately came back to me that i had opened for him two years ago me and a performer down here named janine wilson uh she hooked me up and we uh Playing Wait, you, performed for, you for you for him for 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 David. Olney? We we opened for him. He was playing. He was headlining at the Gaithersburg Arts Barn. Oh okay. And uh, and we opened for him, and it, we got to meet him and hang out backstage. He was a pretty nice guy. Yeah. Um, uh, he's a really fantastic songwriter. He's been around since the 1970s or so. Uh, he's kind of an Americana roots songwriter. He's had songs that have been recorded by people like Emmylou Lou Harris, Steve Earle, Linda Ronstadt, uh, Del McCrory. And I think the the quote that's most often associated with him is from no less a songwriter than Towns Van Zant, the late Towns Van Zant. Right. Um, of, of course, one of the greatest songwriters mm. of all time. Yeah. Uh, he his quote about David Olney was that anytime anyone asks me who my favorite music writers are, I say Mozart, Lightning Hopkins, Bob Dylan, and Dave Olney. Wow. So, pretty rarefied company.
2: And I'm pretty sure that Dave Olney got into music because of Towns Van Zandt, right? That's right. Yeah, he, he saw a concert when he was young,
0: 17 or 18 or something like that, and said that he was transfixed and had kind of a...
2: An aha moment, and decided that's what he wanted to do with his life. Yeah, um, I mean, but how cool is that? Where you go see this guy in concert, and then later in life, this guy yeah. cites you as one of four of Absolutely. like the best song. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, yeah. It wow. Get any better Mission accomplished, Mister <laughs> along, <with, laughs> along
1: with Mozart. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know. yeah, but I mean, he's Mozart
1: been good, was pretty so dope, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> he had some, yeah, yeah. he had some songs. Okay, okay, no, Boomer. No
0: Yeah, so he had a a long and distinguished career. Um, You know, not a lot of people know his name off the cuff, but I've learned a lot about him. I've listened to a lot of his albums. He's recorded more than 20 albums in his career over four decades, so definitely a successful guy. The thing that struck me is he actually passed away on stage, and this happened uh, Sunday night. He was uh, performing at a songwriter festival, the 30A Songwriter Festival in Florida, and he's in the middle of his third song, and uh, all of a sudden he stops, he looks up, he apologized to the crowd, said I'm sorry,
2: and he closed his eyes. Great. So I guess was he was se- seated? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he was playing seated. Wow. Yeah, that was yeah. the headline that jumped out. I think that hit. I mean, I saw it last night, so it, it, I, mean, I must have, goodness. I mean, <laughs> that's quite a headline,
0: but yeah, what a place I, to go. Some people, the The video was up on YouTube um, I couldn't bring myself to watch it, wow. but you know, I didn't want to see did. it. No. And some some people who were there, some other songwriters. The one that caught me was uh, this guy said he never dropped his guitar or fell off his stool,
1: mm. and the whole wild.
0: thing was as easy and as gentle as he was. Wow! Wow! So that's wild. Man.
2: How crazy is that? That's wild.
0: Unbelievable, but what a way to go, you know doing doing what you love. Can't May
1: beat that, I uh, right? just kind of diverses Conversation into other times that's happened, not to get away from sure. David Olney, you know, yeah, respect, yeah. but, uh, uh, no. because I've, I've, I i did not know this I, was a thing. Yeah. You saying yeah. that you, there, there's two, there's two others that have, uh, okay. recently, uh, one is Bruce wow. Hampton from, do you know who wow. he is? Aqu- Aqu- aquarium uh, Rescue Unit.
0: Aquarium race Rescue Unit. Wow. Yeah. He
1: died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He died on, on stage. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Crap. and he was, so look, that, that that's apparently, uh, quite a story
0: for some reason i didn't realize that he died on stage that's amazing
1: yeah and then uh, another another one is this guy nick menza who used to be the drummer for megadeth he was playing uh with like a progressive jazz group like he had a trio (laughs) at a place called the baked potato which is like the home of fusion in wow in hollywood in la yeah he died on stage as well it's it's pretty hardcore if you die on stage it's like all right well you know that's, hey, a, that's, something? A, that's
2: a place to go. That's yeah. a place that seems like it's yeah. a
1: good place to go. You know, wow. it's uh, it sort of uh, solidifies. It's like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Final performance. In the range,
0: end. you know, I, I guess David Olney and these other gentlemen, you know, may not have had the same kind of celebrity and, and quote-unquote musical success that uh, maybe somebody like Elvis Presley did, but um, at least they didn't die on the john. Right.
1: Indeed. Indeed. And wrote their own <laughs> songs. Yeah,
0: And they wrote their own songs. <laughs> apparently when apparently
1: when Elvis died, though, it was very graceful. It was just gentle as he was. <laughs> so. oh.
0: There's a lot of places I could go with that, like sorry. how much is Colin weight at yeah. the time of his death. This is just going to turn no, into some pile. I know oh, right, way right, too right, much right, about right. uh, Elvis' death to, to go oh, on with that. Sorry. I'm sorry. In, in just, an yeah. attempt to keep things classy, I just wanted to play a song off of uh, David's 2014 album When the Deal Goes Down. It's it's a song that he has a kind of an interesting quote about uh, the title song, When the Deal Goes Down. He said that people need to feel that their life has meaning and that they're loved and accepted when the deal goes down. And that this song is a song giving helpful advice to God about how to run the universe. So, ah, <laughs> wow. <laughs> he he kind of had a really dark, cynical, snarky sense of humor, sure. funny guy, and he will be missed. So, so this is uh, when the deal goes down rest in power David Olney you will be missed buddy
3: you don't have to lie for me cry for me or die for me you don't have to fall you be there when the deal goes down
0: all right sir we are two for three nick bring it on home what you got for us buddy
2: Alrighty, guys um so i, I actually came across this article uh two weeks ago and it, it caught my eye immediately because it, it touched on some stuff that i've Brought to the table in past episodes, um, but there was an interview in the New York Times with Jimmy Iovine, and the 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 headline was "Jimmy Iovine knows music and tech. Here's why he's worried." And uh, I I actually I've read it twice now, and because he he touches on some of the things that uh, have definitely we've discussed Mm -hmm. having to do with like how the streaming service model and paying artists, and but he actually comes from it from a different place. Jimmy Iovine, he's a pretty Famous music producer sure. um, started Interscope Records, joined up with Dr. Dre, and ended up selling beats, beats. Uh, to Apple for you know three billion or yep. whatever it was <laughs> in in 2014, I think it was. Um, and so he actually also had he, he's got like a, he's got this interesting crossover between tech because he went and joined Apple and yep. helped start up Apple Music. Yep. Um, so. Right very interesting perspective the guy's been all over the place uh, knows oh, yeah. everyone they got into some some specific topics regarding his his concerns and you could tell that he's coming from a place where he still thinks like a record label owner okay um and, mm-hmm. and so he kind of gets into the biggest areas that he's that he's concerned with or specifically regarding this whole streaming service thing, but then also, what the heck a music label brings to the table anymore? Yeah. Um, uh, and he's there's some there's some specific quotes that he has in here that I, I thought were pretty interesting. But I I, uh, I don't know. Did you guys have a chance to to check the article out? If not, that's fine. I know we we pulled this together pretty quickly at the end. No, but, no, um, it's f-
1: it's fresh. But uh, I'm all ears, man.
2: Share it. Cool. So yeah, so there are two parts that, um, that I wanted to actually read some of what he, or just a couple quotes. Um, they specifically are, are having a conversation about the, like, music and tech and how those two overlap. And the interviewer asks him, uh, so are music and tech, like, in the same house, or is it like a house-divided situation? He's trying to, you know, get some sound bits. Okay. And, and Iveen's like, the, the two sides don't speak the same language. Content doesn't know what technology is building. And engineers are just going by the way they see a problem. Uh, the streaming business has a problem on the horizon, and so does the music business. And that doesn't mean they can't figure it out. And then they're, the, the guy kind of dives into what the streaming business's problem is. And his point is that it's the margin doesn't scale. Yeah. With Netflix, the more subscribers you have, the more money you have, and the less your costs are. But with streaming music... Every new subscriber brings additional costs with them, which is an inherent problem. Can you break that Streaming down? Why that, why that is? Yeah, because every time a song is listened to by a paying subscriber, that money needs some of that money needs to go to the artist. Right. Netflix makes their own content. Some. labels, uh, m- well, yes, but you can see where it's going. Right. Uh, right? Net- right. Netflix has seen this for for a while. They've seen. Uh, that's why they started making content, right? Three and they've years locked ago, up four a lot of the ago. other
0: content, you know. With and, exclusive and they've also, contents. and
2: they knew be, because they were losing contracts even back, back three or four years ago, that they needed to start supplementing that with their own content, right. um, or else they would, everybody essentially would, would do what Netflix did, except they would have their backlog, like Disney, Disney for example. Right. <laughs> yeah, of course. But the the streaming service is—he actually likened it to more like a utility, right? Which is it just is this middleman and he actually does the same thing with labels. He was talking about the relationship that artists have, like the direct relationship with their with consumers, with their fans. That didn't exist ever before and it sure. does now. And he's not sure what place like a label has in this this new world yeah. and also feels like the whole streaming service thing is fundamentally not figured out yet but there's and, and it's almost to the point where it's like it's the wrong model the thing that he wasn't saying but that I felt like kind of clicked in my head was I think he's I think he's making a pitch for labels to make their own streaming services huh. like I think that's where he's actually going with this logical conclusion oh, is like if the label had the artist and the artist was on that label and the label had the streaming service right. so that it was a it was a an add-on benefit that the label brought to the table was you know here's how many subscribers Interscope streaming service has yeah um, yeah but that
0: uh, i i don't mean it to doesn't, cut you no, off, but it, just,
2: it has its own inherent flaws yeah. but yeah go ahead yeah go ahead uh, me i up. mean
0: the the obvious issue is that with that and this is the same thing that i brought up whenever you brought up Deezer you know in their separate model in, in a past mm-hmm. episode you know it's it's all I can do to get my family to all decide on Spotify you know one streaming Mm -hmm. platform and the idea of having each label having their own streaming platform is Mm -hmm. it's just not it's not workable but that's what's
1: happening in TV now you know there's Hulu Disney Plus Netflix and they're they're starting to separate yeah and
2: and it's gonna circle back it's gonna circle back like people are gonna get sick of paying nobody wants to pay TBS ten dollars a month right for whatever the hell is on TBS, the streaming service. Right, right, right. right. Like, uh, but, and that's, I'm picking on TBS. I'm just saying, and that's probably a bad example. Look, I'm sure they've but, got great content, but, but, but
1: in in, in the t- ahead, in the TV world y- and movies, you know, they've started to separate. You know, they're like, well, we could do mm-hmm. our own because we, we have the rights to all this stuff. So rather than give it to Netflix and let them have all the fun, we're going to have all the fun. So, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the movies thing, it's like you have the studios rather as opposed to the labels. And let's not forget that labels back in the day... I mean, that was their main job was to distribute,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and like maybe they will kind of come back to that. I can and you know, yeah. J- Jimmy Iovine is no dummy, man. He is no, like, no. He's like the most forward-thinking guy in the music industry, and um, you know, he's o- he's older, but he he's totally he's got his finger on the pulse with the technology stuff because like he pointed out, Beats came out. You know, Beats Beats he spent came, the last five years
2: at Apple. Yeah, yeah.
1: Beats came out because he had a, or a couple he, years. he he bumped into Dre. And said, Dre, what's up? What are you doing? And he's like, ah, oh, man, these sneaker companies are trying to endorse me. And Jimmy okay. Iveen told, said, sneakers? You should be making speakers.
0: <laughs> and that was it. And then, was and big, then, yeah. like
1: fast forward, fast forward, it, like however many years, you know, like two, three years, he's selling it for two billion dollars. You yeah, know, I mean, like
3: that's yeah. the well. No, that's b- a funny the-
2: That's even a funny story because what happened immediately after that is he went out to lunch with Steve Jobs and said, "I need to figure out how that how to do the speaker thing." Right. And Jobs sat down and wrote out. A distribution manufacturing <laughs> model for him and said, "Here's what you have to do." And his response was like, "You know, expletive or something like that," mm-hmm. um, because of how complicated the whole thing was. But yeah, yeah, the guy's got—he is sharpest can be. Right. He doesn't actually say anything about the label specifically, but it, I mean, all it—I mean, he's really putting together like a formula of here's the problem, here's the problem, and labels don't have any purpose right now. Also, streaming services don't know what they're doing, and inherently, they made the best deals they could, but they're bad deals, and they're hard deals. I think he's actually proposing something a bit more drastic, which is, like, think of a, um, you know, if the label had the distribution back, like Greg was just saying, and there was multiple aggregating services, like, if, if a label... Had a distribution service and maybe they didn't have their string. Maybe they didn't have a direct streaming service, but they, they, they negotiated a streaming contract for the artist yeah. that got them a better deal for their, you know, the yes. ra- ra- the rights that they get on their music, etc. Uh, which they're not doing at all. Yeah. They're doing a horrible job yeah. of that. Um, everybody's getting the same thing and. No, um, I, totally so I know this is really in the weeds. I know this is really in the weeds and stuff. Um, oh, I think it's uh, interesting.
0: It's something I think about all the time. I, I And I think what you just described is probably if I had to guess, not that I'm anywhere near Jimmy Iovine's level of prowess on this stuff, but that I, a service like Spotify would be almost more like another middleman that's, you know, delivering right. these other stream services. That, that the labels still have the distribution or whoever that distribution comes from. But to me similar
2: to a cable company.
0: Right, right, exactly. But the other thing to me that I think labels do still have a I think they do still have a job to do because artists need to get paid directly up front to make albums, to make quality albums, Mm -hmm. to make quality content. Mm -hmm. And they also need advertising. They also need promotion. So you know, mm-hmm. it, unless you're Wolfpack, yeah. Unless you're Wolf Wolfpack, exactly. Um, good. That's a segue right there. Yeah. Yep. I but you know, like you know, labels, as boring as it might be for them, you know, where if if in the past they were distribution and artist discovery and promotion and throwing incredible corporate parties in the past, right. maybe now right. it's just promotion and whatever new distribution deal comes out. I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see. And Je- Jimmy yeah. Iovine is certainly someone to keep your eye on. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I
1: absolutely. I, I definitely am, you know, just a big proponent of, you know, th- this this thing is evolving in front of us. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's cha- it's changing, and we have to accept the change. And you know, when people, all, it's okay to be like frustrated, you know. But I think when people are like, a either trying trying to fight it or encourage it too hard, it's like it's kind of it's revealing itself. We have to try new things yeah you know mm-hmm. and we have to see what works because this this the technology is obviously so different you know and yeah yeah um you know we have to find a way that makes it work for everyone that's right you know, so. right so
2: that's right right and <laughs> that, that's why i get so excited about it though because it, it it is so obviously in some sort of big transition right now and to just be watching and talking about it and, you know, yeah. and, and trying to think of like where things are going to go and yeah. or better ways that they could go. Yeah. I mean, um, I feel like everybody's open. Every, all ears are open right yeah. now for finding a better way to do all of this. Well, yeah, so, because,
1: because you don't want to miss what the actual solution will be. You don't want to miss that boat, yeah. you know, and I do participate,
2: feel. Or participate in coming up with a better model. Yeah. yeah. yeah and and it, I do
1: feel like, I mean, one of the things I like about being in LA is that I feel like I'm a, I feel closer to the front of the, of that wave. You know, I, right. mean, yeah, I live in Culver City, I live in Culver City, like Beats music is down the street. And that's where Jimmy Iovine's office is. I mean, I don't see him. I've never there's, talked to him or met there's him. Or there's anything, a
0: reason we're, we're paying your rent out there, man. And this, this seems like a perfect opportunity to announce, you know, our big announcement for the week that we are going to be shifting platforms. And we're now going to be on hmm. the paid only uh, music podcast specific streaming service, Tin Can Connect. Right. So starting right. with this episode, I believe, we're only going to be available for $59 a month.
2: Uh-huh. Us
0: and Sam Harris. It's a, de- <laughs> <laughs> it's a
1: great deal. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a great, great really, deal.
0: Really? Yeah, exactly. And there's only going to be two episode, two ads per episode. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course, we're just kidding. We will be free for um, <clears throat> the considerable time, <laughs> for the considerable future. Mm-hmm. All right. Forever. Yeah. It's whatever. Well, guys, we made it through a normal episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Finally, can we do a uh, pre-last song, normal episode, where you can find us on the interwebs, Greg?
1: You should check it out dot com, and on Instagram, you should check it out, and Facebook, you should check it out. I mean, it's all you know. You just you, you just look around, you'll find you it. Put it in
0: there. Just Google it. Put it in the Duck yeah. Duck Go.
1: But 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 definitely, you, uh, you should check it out. dot com is our hub. So Absolutely. go go there for the best content.
0: Yeah, and give us some likes on Facebook too. There's some people that yeah, please still use. Oh, Facebook.
1: dude, no no no. We've we've we have a pretty pretty good response uh, on Facebook and definitely on Instagram. So those of you on Instagram, keep keep the love coming. You, we love you back. Absolutely, you know, we'll give you shouts.
0: holla at us. Well, let's holla, get some holla, comments. Holla, 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 holla. If you got any ideas for future episodes or songs you want to hear or corrections. Please let us know. We love you. I found us on Please. Bing too.
2: We're on Bing. <laughs> We're still on I... Bing. Still exists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's just it's just Google with a Microsoft logo, but Fair yeah, enough. yeah, it's sure. there. Uh-huh. All right, Nick. Hey, so uh, yeah, I want to take us out Please. on um, on. So we talked a couple episodes ago about Wolfpack selling out Madison Square Garden. Yes, sir. On their own, without a label yes, and sir. without any promoter or anything like that. Yes, sir. And they, in their infinite wisdom. Released the entire album. Um, they they and released it the is entire album and the entire video of the entire concert the entire video. It's just on incredible. on YouTube. You can watch oh. it. It is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that was a great way to find this band because that that yeah. store when we talked about that, I hadn't really given much of a shot. But man, these guys are fantastic. Aren't they fun? Yeah, so this is uh this is called. What did I pick? cory Wong. Corey Wong. Yeah. That, the that, name that is, of the is, uh, Yeah.
1: Exactly, and yeah. it's uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I can't recommend it enough either. I mean, it's I think it's kind of a timeless musical performance that people will come back to for a long time. Heck yeah, it's really really yeah, great.
2: This is, it is good. All right, have a great week, guys.
0: Well, have a great week. Stay safe out there. This is full pack with, Cody Wong.
2: Crap, how long does it do this?